That was new to me. I was drinking Sliz Cups. In <laughs> Wait, what's a Sliz Cup? You never heard of a Sliz Cup? I don't think I have. Welcome to Cocktail Clairvoyant, the podcast where we take a deep dive into our guests' personalities and preferences, all in the name of discovering their ultimate cocktail that perfectly captures their essence. I'm your host, Dan Magro, and today we have a fabulous guest with us. She's a plant-based plant lady, a sex-positive human, a YouTuber, an actor, and a curious cult lady. She is Merle Shane O'Neill, y'all. Welcome to the pod. Let's go. Wait, that's the best intro I've ever heard. Oh my God, thank you so much. Am I hired? Damn, yeah, you got it. So I think we should tell the listeners a little bit about like how we know each other. So we used to work together. We made a really great show. Um, And we won't talk about where, it's pretty obvious. But also, um, just like me, one thing I found was really interesting, I know you pretty well. What I didn't know about you is that you recently did something that I saw on TikTok that I also did, which is get into Vanderpump Rules late. <gasps> ah! <laughs> oh my God, Dan, you're the only person. And this is not a Vanderpump Rules podcast. I don't even know when the fuck this is gonna come out. So we don't, I don't wanna get too crazy into it, but I have to say, as a fellow recent convert, tell me how you're feeling. I've become the mole person because I'm like, I can't look at anything because it's everywhere. And you know what pisses me off is I'm watching all the old episodes and then they highlight the new season and they're like, check out the latest on Tom Sandoval. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm new here. I don't want to know this stuff. I want to live in the delusion. I know Ariana is going to like get screwed over here, which is a shame because she's a sex positive queen as well. She's also, yes, a a bi sex positive queen. We love her. And she's also fucking thriving now. Like she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Like don't get, don't get, don't get even get everything, girl. I know you had some thoughts about James. He is problematic. I know that like he's annoying a lot. You will, I think, have a turn. I am already starting to have a turn. Because it's just like a lot of the people that you think are good on it are actually turn out to be terrible, like down the line. They're all terrible people. I mean, they're all pretty much across the board. Pretty much. Like, I kind of like likeable. Sheena. She's the biggest pick me girly, but oh, you're right. They're all they, I don't they, like they, Sheena. I think you'll have a turn. I don't know, but it, it ebbs her and flows. Her and Rob, her and Rob are so, I know this is oh, not what the podcast is about. That's, I know, we already like, I'm gonna have to edit this down so much, but it was still, it's still nice to connect with someone. And I think the fact that people are rediscovering it, like the people like us, that were not like true heads from the get-go. You know, I know some people tried to gatekeep it, but I think now it's just gotten so much bigger. I will say the show gets significantly less interesting the more it's obvious that they're clearly not working at the restaurant mm. when they become kind of celebrities in their own right. I'm excited for your journey. Please keep it's me It's an posted. honor to meet someone else that's also late to this. <laughs> yes. I'm like, shit, I want to tell everyone I'm watching it, but just want to tell them I'm watching this, shut up. What else is going on? Like, how you doing? How's life? How you vibing? Life is a, a mess right now, if I'm completely honest with you. like. I'm in the middle of moving, which is very exciting. Well, I'm not in the middle of it. I moved. I moved in with my boyfriend of three and a half years. Love him. That's not the problem. It's just the process of moving and honestly, just after being laid off, Mm -hmm. I've just felt a huge ego decline. I'm used to being really confident. I also just turned 30. I basically turned 30 and then I was laid off and now I'm moving and I'm like, you know, it's a lot of stuff to go through. If you're creative and you get to put so much of yourself into your job, it can feel like part of you is taken away. But guess what? You existed before that job and you're going to thrive after. So That's cheers it. to that. Cheers to that. Also, moving sucks. It really 
<laughs> There's literally no nice way to move unless you have so much money that you can literally pay someone to do the entire move. I'm not just talking movers. Like, mm -hmm. regular people can afford movers. I'm talking, like, a mover manager, someone to facilitate. Literally, like, that's why Bella Hadid has, like, you know, a temporary penthouse for two years so that, like, house one can be moved into house two. Yeah. Like, that is the dream. I recently learned that you could hire packers. I didn't know that was a thing. See, I would like get nervous about like, Me too. I'm like, don't touch my stuff. Don't I touch know. my <laughs> sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> I already felt self-conscious when they pulled up my mattress to disassemble my bed. Uh -huh. And there were just so many sex toys in huge dust plumes like, like under, under my bed. bed. Oh, okay. Because I get some sex toys for free occasionally yeah, for nice because I do sex positive stuff. So, but you know, I don't use all of them. I really have like two tried and true that I'm staying truthful to most of the time. Okay, Merle, we're gonna start off with a Negroni. Yes, that's right, everyone's favorite equal parts cocktail. A Negroni is a one-to-one-to-one -to -one -to -one ratio of gin, Campari, and sweet vermouth. So I wanna know how you would describe yourself in three words. Give me your one-to-one-to-one -to -one -to -one specs. Negroni spagliato with Prosecco in it. A stunning. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, three words, okay. It was too, I couldn't resist. I know, I support. Three, three words, I would say, God, that's a good question. I feel like the faster I answer it, the more honest it'll be. Creative, chaotic, and curious. Creative, chaotic, curious. What a great alliteration. I know. Is that your reality show? Is that your book? Creative, chaotic. my memoir. <laughs> your memoir. The one thing I will say that I feel like is missing is loving. I feel like I'm a pretty loving person. Like so you I can really, only pick three. I know, fuck. Okay, creative, so, chaotic, curious, cre loving. One's creative and curious are too close together. So let's say creative, chaotic, and loving. I feel like I'm pretty loving. Uh, so creative, chaotic, and Creative, loving. chaotic, and kind. Creative, chaotic, oh, so now we're kind. Okay. Wait, this, this Negroni has gone through many variations, but we were like, <laughs> creative, creative, chaotic, kind. That's harder to say. <laughs> So that's how you see yourself. Those are your specs. Do you feel like that is how people see you? Do you feel like this is how you're perceived? 100%. Okay, why? Because I am the person that you can sit with on a um, Tuesday after you've had a hard day at work and you could just talk at me forever and I will listen and I will either give you advice if you want it or not. I'm also someone you can call on a Tuesday night if you want to go out, you want to get wasted, you want to go do karaoke, you want to go uh, explore new identities, you want to meet new people, I can be that girl. Um, you want to stay in and watch uh, Twin Peaks or a weird foreign horror movie, I can do that too. So ultimately, I love to be with people, people fill me up, but I'm also always curious about what else is out there, I love to travel. Um, I just, I'm not trying to hype myself up too much here, but I do feel like I kind of can chameleon myself in any situation and truly enjoy it. This may come as a surprise to some listeners, but we are both Libras. Libras are so social and um, it's funny because like my boyfriend's in Aries. What's Aria? Aria's a Leo. Okay. Uh, my roommate's a Leo too. Like, I feel like, is he social? Not as social. Is he not social? Not at all. Right? Okay. It is like such a bummer when they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm my social like meters and I just, it's like, I can't compute. I know. I same. get because it happens so many times. I'm like, obviously this is true. You're not like bullshitting me, but I'm just like, I don't, I do not understand. I don't know if it's an age thing, but I've come to the point where my need to be around people doesn't really fully kick in until I'm there. Exactly. Once I'm there, I'm like, I'm staying here mm -hmm. all night. We're gonna <laughs> stay up until seven in the morning. And Arya's like, we should have left. We should have left at eleven p.m. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm burnt out. I'm like, what is that? Okay. But Libras are the best sign. I mean, where's the lie? I mean, come on. It's a we are, we're the only inanimate sign. We're all about truth and justice. Balance. And, come on, trying I'm to excited. make- I'm yeah. excited. This is gonna be great.
As a reminder, my tipsy listeners, I'm gathering this seemingly ordinary information from Merle to pair with my expert intuition and cocktail expertise to ultimately reveal her true inner drink of choice. You know what I want to know? What? What's the best sips you ever had? What's your favorite drink of all time and why? It can be as simple as your grandma's fruit punch or something like regal you enjoyed out somewhere. So like basically best drink you ever had. Okay, the one that stands out in my mind. I know I told you that an old fashioned is my favorite drink, but when I was in Toronto, right after I graduated from college 2014, I had my first proper whiskey sour with like Canadian maple syrup. Probably like a real citrus, oh. not sour mix. Oh, it was so good. And Fresh. I tried to I've tried to recreate that for ten plus years. Oh, okay, I said it been ten plus, but it feels like ten plus years. And I can't quite recreate it. It was just so good. The bitters, the lemon, the maple syrup, the whiskey, it was perfect. I love a whiskey sour. Oof. It's so balanced and like I feel like a lot of people have terrible experiences with whiskey sours because you go to a dive bar, you go to some place in your hometown, they're using sour mix. It doesn't hit, but when you have something, it's the same thing as like a shitty margarita, well, like margarita mix. It's like when you have a good one, it really slaps. Where in Toronto were you? Well, I was, like what bar? Yeah, do you remember? No. It's okay if you remember. I was volunteering for the Toronto Film Festival. Oh, okay. And I was being free as hell. Okay, scholar. Yeah, I was trying really hard. Um, but regardless, it was really fun and I enjoyed myself. So the best sips you ever had is a Toronto whiskey sour. A I Toronto whiskey sour it. at some random place that I don't remember. But you know that maple syrup was like fresh. Oh, like it they was... like probably like went out to the tree and were like tap tap tap. I met the tree. <laughs> Her name was Agnes. She was in the back. There's something to be said for when you have a cocktail that is made right mm-hmm. for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's like no matter what happens after that. That was the first time I was like, oh, this is right after college, right? I'm like, I can enjoy cocktails in a classy way. That was new to me. I was drinking Sliz cups. In Wait, what's a sliz cup? You never heard of a sliz cup? I don't think I have. I discovered it in high school. It's basically a martini, a plastic martini glass where you suck up the shot while you're pouring in a chaser and it's supposed to mix them at the same time. Oh, I've never heard of it's this. Revolting. Can you tell I went to, I commuted to college from my parents' house? Like I had a friend's frat party experience. I don't know how many people have heard of this. I think this is like crazy. I mean, I Googled it. It's a thing. It's definitely a thing. I, is it, it regional? It carried, it might be an East Coast thing. I'm from the East Coast. Oh, I'm right. just batting zero for zero here. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. even know if that's the proper sport reference. That's how bad I'm <laughs> I don't know shit about bas- baseball. I almost said basketball. Yikes. Because I've never heard of a slizzy cup. I know what a glizzy is, but I've never heard of a slizzy cup. Sliz, sliz, sliz. A sliz? No, why? Sliz just a sliz cup. cup? Yeah. Why? Is it because it's like... like Slizzer. Slizzer. Okay. I don't know. I didn't even create it, but I discovered it in high school and I brought it over to college. I had like sticky... I had those disgusting... Uh, test tube shot glasses that were sticky with Bacardi rum. That's what oh, I was drinking no. in college. It's now time to consult the cosmos. Wait, did I say cosmos? I meant the scholarly and reliable source that is Cosmopolitan Magazine for some cocktail constellations. So this Cosmo article tells you allegedly what you should drink according to your zodiac sign. So let's see if your taste buds align with the stars. Now we're both Libras, so let's, I guess I could say let's see if our taste buds align with the stars. According to Cosmo, we are supposed to like a gin and tonic, and the main reason for that is because it's spicy, and a mimosa, because it is like balance and partnership. Although, I never want a balanced mimosa. I know I want like a 90% champagne mimosa with like a little dusting of orange juice. I don't know if I agree with this as a Libra. Mm, I don't at all. Yeah. (laughs) I want a Bloody Mary, first of all. (laughs) Give me a lot of I like Bloody Mary too, because it's savory. Come on. But also... 
I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place for mimosa. Sure, like, they're I delicious. I mimosa, but I don't want to balance mimosa, which is the point of being a Libra. No, balance. that's fair. And I think they're extending, I think they're making a little bit of a stretch here. Mm -hmm. I want mm -hmm. the bottle of champagne to nod at the bottle of orange juice. Yes. I want them to make eye contact, yeah. but that's the that's extent it. of it. You know the TikToks where people have like a spray bottle and they're like, kss, kss, of the orange juice? <laughs> like that is so me. Like brunch yeah. culture, I love a brunch. It's a vibe. I mean, I feel like we're coming, Lindy Siegel, that's the poor person that wrote this. I feel like every episode we're coming for her, but, uh, or them, I don't know. I'm balanced everywhere else in my life to a fault. So like, this is the place where I want to be chaotic and fucking wild. I think mimosa, like a mimosa as an entity is a vibe. It is an aesthetic. If you were to give me a 50-50 mimosa when I showed up to your brunch, I would take a picture with it. And then I'd put that thing down and get a glass of champagne with a spritz of orange juice. But it is an aesthetic, right? Like it's a vibe. What's their name? Lefty? <laughs> it's Lindsay. Lindsay C Lindy. Oh. Lindy Siegel. Lindy. Okay, okay. Lindy. I was like, Lindsay, there's no Lindy. excuse. But Lindy Lefty, that makes sense in my mind. Lindy. Lindy, I appreciate what you're going for, but I will say sometimes we need a break from the 50-50. Lindy Siegel, if you listen to this or someone finds listens to this and knows Lindy Siegel who wrote this article for Cosmopolitan, I'd love to have you on the pod. Like, and I also we know. love you. Yeah, and we love you. Yeah. This is no shade. Okay, now it's time for one of my favorite parts of the show. Blackout bloopers, Merle. <laughs> I need you to think long and hard because this is like just where I feel like things get saucy. Okay. What is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done that still 2023 makes you cringe? Okay, well, you know what? All right, this isn't terrible, but it's not great. You were calling it blackout bloopers. It definitely falls into that category. I was in college. <laughs> You know, as one sometimes is, maybe <laughs> occasionally, whether you're attending or not. Mm -hmm. And I was very good friends with the security people that would drive people, they basically pick people up from bars and bring them home so they weren't killed. Oh, that's nice. Because I lived, well, the place that I went to school was Hofstra University. Yes. In Uniondale. Mm -hmm. And the neighborhood was a little bit, it was a little bit dangerous. It wasn't always super safe to like walk home. Right. And I, I, I would on occasion, but after a while, my mom was like, please call them if you can. I was friends with a lot of the, the drivers that were the security drivers. And I <laughs> would call them and I'd be like, Bill, where are you, Bill? Where? Is this pre-Uber? Like Uber didn't Pre-Uber. Uber did not happen. Oh I'm 30, so it's like, you know. <laughs> so I was like, is Bill on the horn? Can you get Bill there? And they were like, okay, we'll send Bill there, whatever. And so, poor Bill. Yeah, poor Bill indeed. Although Bill was having the time of his life because I was always like snagging bottles from frat houses from like these like creepy guys. At one point, my name was spread around the security, <laughs> the security unit. And they knew me by then because, you know, I took, I used the resource. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people didn't use the resource. And at one point, I had to tinkle when I was walking home. I was like, you know, I'm not going to use them tonight. I'm going to walk home tonight. I'm not, they're exhausted. They have a lot to do. It's the 4th of July. And so I took a little tinkle. And what I, believed to be the woods. Perhaps it was a parking lot curb. Wait, so you weren't alarmed by the fact there were no trees? Nature? Well, there were trees right next to me. Okay. Right next to it. Right, and I was peeing within the trees. So you were the on trees. the edges I was in the forest, which I think local um, state enforcement has no <laughs> right to. And then a security person comes up to me, walks up to me mid-squat, surely wasn't Bill, oh, Damn. and they go, oh, you must be Merle. <laughs> <laughs> My reputation precedes me. <laughs> like, excuse me? First of 
all, you're right. And second of all, thank you. And fourth of all, third you? of all, how the fuck dare you? Like, what the hell? And I, I was so embarrassed, but also like, you know what? I felt a little bit good because I was like, I'm notorious now. I was just going to say, you hear embarrassment. I hear legend. You know? I hear stories told about. <laughs> that is a P legacy. <laughs> That's an incredible blackout blooper. <laughs> and the irony of the whole time is that I've been debating whether I should break to go pee because I have to go so bad. And then you just talking about peeing go. was hysterical. So Go, um, you Libra. I think that is a great time to take a break. And when we come back, we will talk more urination in the woods with Merle. No, I'm just kidding. Shake up. We break. might, actually. I don't know if you've ever been in a position like this or encountered this problem, but sometimes... You just don't know what drink to make. Well, do I have the solution for you. If you're not sure what to whip up for the next baby shower, or honestly, maybe you're just unsure what to serve at the next dinner party, well, don't worry. Have I got the solution for you. All you need is my book, Suck It Up, Extraordinary Cocktails for Everyday People. Full of delicious and extraordinary cocktail recipes, along with some tasty tips and tricks to make sure you enjoy every single sip. Suck It Up, Extraordinary Cocktails for Everyday People is available wherever great books are sold. With my girl, Merle. I want to get into the cold press juicy stuff. So, <laughs> what wasn't juicy about me peeing in a tree? <sighs> it was a little more saline than I'd like. No, I'm okay. Um, I want to know what your biggest guilty pleasure is when it comes to food or drink. If I could have, back in the day, it was Velveeta, which I can't <sighs> have anymore. Oh, I ate Velveeta off a set of but stairs once. Okay, we need to come back to that one step at a time. But do you don't think Velveeta tastes so like? produce that there's a way disgustingly to, so there's a way to like mass produce it is it the, you know vegan cheese has come a long way but it is very hard to get like a solid cheese because the texture can't well Velveeta's not cheese Velveeta is just milk hard milk i don't know if it's that either it's not like the same thing as a craft single it's like not real yeah yeah it's like astronaut food i'm like this will last probably beyond my lifetime i think my guilty pleasure as far as like food would be Ramen, obviously ramen, because my sodium levels are so high when I, I eat it. Love when I when I, I eat love it, sodium. same. I hope my family's a history of heart, heart disease, which is why I lean predominantly plant based. Because I'm like, oh God, don't take away my salt. You won't take my salt. You won't take my salt. No, never. My eye bags are inflamed. It's like you could you could save your I could save myself from a car crash with the eye bags that I develop when I eat the amount of ramen that I do when I want it. Like, it's inflamed. It's like, okay, the sodium levels are apparent. That's a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sound means we're at the time where we're going to get slammed with a rush. It's time for some rapid-fire questions. I'm going to spout off about 10 questions, and you have to answer them as quickly and truthfully as possible before time runs out. Okay, ready? Yes. Set. Go. What do you typically drink when you go out to bars or events? Vodka soda. Vodka soda? When I go to a bar, I'm not going to ask them for an old fashioned because they're going to do it wrong. It's going to give me a hangover. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay, if I go to my favorite bar. Oh, God, this is. It's a rapid fire. We'll have to come back to that. Fuck, okay. Do you prefer sweet things or savory? Savory. List your top three favorite foods. Uh, Biang Biang style noodles from Xi'an's Famous Foods. Uh, I love ramen and I love, honestly, Pad Siu. What's your favorite color? Baby blue. What's your favorite smell when selecting an air freshener for your home or car? For car, new car. For home, mahogany. Oh my god, first split, I love that. Favorite party or design theme? 
horror? One of your top favorite movies. Oh my god. Rocky Horror Picture Show, Burning Clue. Okay, I ask this question every time and people feel they need to tell me three. It was just one, but I love that. Dinner, dessert, and breakfast. <laughs> it's Letterboxd era. Letterboxd era. I love it. What are your top favorite songs? God. I just realized I might be mumbling and people think I'm saying what are your top favorite songs, but I'm saying one of your top favorite songs. Oh, one of my I top favorite songs. I need to enunciate. Uh, I Want to Break Free by Queen. <sighs> Amazing. And with that, folks, the rush is over. We survived the rush. Yes. Oh, let's go. Have you ever worked in a restaurant? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was so bartender. You know I used to. I was also a waitress. I used to juggle frozen rolls for people when the restaurant was laying lag behind. Wait, juggle frozen rolls at the table? I would pull out frozen rolls and juggle them for people like, when they were bored. Yeah. Wait, what? I was like, I'm so sorry you're waiing so long, but I can do this. <laughs> Allow me to entertain you. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, what else is a waitress? <laughs> we're an entertainer. That's true, but I love that. You're such an actor. Hire Merle. She'll juggle frozen rolls. <laughs> I can. She'll juggle frozen rolls till she gets the roll. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Turning the R O double L into the R O L E. We're both cut off. And that brings us to the end of another exciting episode of Cocktail Clairvoyant. Thank you, Merle, for joining us on this flavorful journey. But before we cash out and close up, we need to consult the spirits to reveal the moment we've all been waiting for the true deep down cocktail that perfectly captures. Your essence. Oh my god. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess, but I don't want this to end. This is so fun. I know. But take with this knowledge, young Padwan. Uh huh. Is that a Star Wars? I don't even know what that means. I don't watch Star Wars, so I don't know. Sue me. Based on our insightful conversation, your unique quirks, your vibrant personality, and majestic energy exchange with the highest proof spirits known to the earthly world, the signature cocktail that I believe truly represents you is called the Time Warp, T-H-Y-M-E. <gasps> In reference to Rocky Ripper show? Oh my God. The description of this is a raspberry and thyme margarita, but using a Reposado tequila instead of a Blanco. Now bear with me. This is your inner cocktail because even though you think you're a bourbon girly, which of course you still can be and should be, at your deepest core, you're an aged agave spirit, hence the reposado, which still carries undertones of your taste buds draw to bourbon, given that reposado tequila is rested in oak barrels. The bright and tart pinch of the raspberry is perfectly Libra balanced with the savory but also sweet and slightly woodsy nature of the thyme. Additionally, thyme stimulates the body and gets the libido going. The Romans were big believers in the power of time. They took time baths regularly to increase their sex drive, by the way, which is perfectly aligned for a continued message of sex positivity. And even though our drink is rouged, a playful hue with raspberry, a margarita still needs a good bit of lime juice. And the green of lime is reflective of nature and truly emblematic of your overall love for the earth and your plant-based lifestyle. So Merle, I have to ask you, would you drink this? I want to cry. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's your inner cocktail. Oh my God. Yeah, of course I would drink this. It sounds incredible. Do you have some? I don't what? have any on hand, but we'll have to whip some up. Wait, no, that sounds unbelievable. I love that. You covered every little tiny piece of my, my slutty little scandalous little Libra body. What can I say? I have a gift. You do have a gift. You have so many gifts. <laughs> Libra to Libra. Before we let Merle go, we need to make sure she leaves a tip. And I'm not talking about the 20% or more you should be leaving your servers and bartenders. I'm looking for a tiny tidbit of information, no more than one to two sentences of inspiration, advice, or whatever you want to leave our listeners, the tipsies, with before last call. All right, let me think about this for a second. 
I would say it's the wise one that ultimately laughs at the world. And also, when in doubt, look to yourself because you always have the answers. Okay. Deep, 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 deep. I'm in that place right now. I love that. And I think that's a perfect place to end. And there we have it, folks. We've created a signature cocktail for Merle, complete with all her quirks and guilty pleasures. Thank you for joining us on Cocktail Clairvoyant. Please subscribe, follow, comment, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Be sure to follow me, Dan Magro, on socials for cocktail nonsense, recipes, advice, and more. And we'll see you next time. Until then, keep shaking, stirring, and enjoying life one sip at a time. Yay! <laughs> we did it! This has been a DJM Multimedia Audio Production. Cocktail Clairvoyant is hosted by me, Dan Magro. Our theme song was created by Jeff F. of Mr. Boo Daddy. Cocktail Clairvoyant is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. We do not endorse the consumption of alcoholic beverages if you are not of the legal age required by the law where you live to do so, nor do we ever encourage excessive or abusive consumption of alcohol. Please always remember to enjoy your drinks responsibly.